0: Hello, hello, hello. Welcome uh, to, to game day. Uh, now, some of you are wondering, should a pastor of the Northwest wear such a, a jersey? Uh, 49ers, all right. Any, any Niner fans out there? Any Seahawks fans gonna boo me? Okay, we're gonna have a revival service. You need to come forward and and get right with Jesus afterwards. Uh, in fact, uh, this, this is a unique Sunday. We're gonna start our... our uh, um, escaping the coming apocalypse, uh, revelation series um, next Sunday. And you need to be here because I will prove from scripture that God's favorite team is the 49ers. It is all through the book of the revelation, all right? Um, seriously, you should, you should be here. Well, uh, Pastor Kevin has put so much time, so much time into today. We were gonna team teach together. Uh, and then uh, he found out he, he tested positive for COVID. So he's, he's doing the wise thing and staying home. He's fine, gonna be fine, but he's doing the wise thing, staying home. So Pastor Kevin is watching online as well as others who are watching online. And so uh, we just wanna have you stay engaged. Um, what we're gonna do in the room here, speaking those online, we're gonna have, we actually have things to do at the end of the service, go to different parts of the room. And at the end of the service, I'll give you a link so that you can do the same thing remotely uh, today. Well, team sports. How many of you have ever played on a team, whether, whatever it was, raise your hand, okay? Uh, There's so many things that we can learn by being on a team. Um, uh, not, golfing is not a, not a team sport, um, but <laughs> you can't be on a golf team, but there's so many things that you can learn by being on a team. And we're gonna relate today how a team um, called Grace Points um, how, how, how you fit. In the Bible, it talks about the, the believers being a, like a body. And, and we're gonna have a couple of videos from Kevin. He's gonna talk about that from scripture a body or a building, we're gonna talk about today really how to be a team. And if you call Grace Point your church, your home church, you're part of our team. And we have a lot of new people And maybe you're investigating, should, should I go to a church that the senior pastor loves the 49ers? Maybe you need to fast and pray about that. But no, as you understand more about us, maybe you'll be able to jump in and be a part of our team. And, and so, you should have gotten a card like this when you came in. Hopefully, we want every single person to have one. So, here's your notes today. So, you can say, yeah, I took notes. You grab the card. You've taken notes. We're going to walk through this about being on the team and really how to engage at Grace Point. Uh, if you're with us for our vision Sunday in February, the, 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 the word of for our year, the word theme is being engaged. Had a whole message of stop attending church. Be engaged at church. Stop attending church. Be engaged. So we're going to talk about three ways to be engaged. The first one is this, is you got to understand our playbook. You've got to understand our playbook. Now, when I was a senior in high school in the, in the Santa, uh, San Jose uh, Bay Area, uh, I had a really good senior season and played some really, really tough teams. In fact, I played one team that uh, at the time, I don't know if they still have it down, they, they took the, the leaders of every, you know, every school, every, every winning tournament, and they had a tournament of champions. And they came down to one team of all California, like five, six, eight schools. And the team that I played against twice, that they, they were incredible, they, they came in second place by two points of the all of California. And somehow at the end of, uh, end of the season, I was invited to join an all-star team to be with some of those guys, three of the guys and others in the Bay Area. And it was like, wow, okay, I, okay. And so we went, So I went, but here's the thing, there was no practices. There was no practices. A- a- and, and we, were in, we had the, this whole deal in, in, uh, in Oakland, on the hills of Oakland. And then I find out before I get on the court that the the stands are filled with division one college basketball coaches recruiting. And I'm going, why did they invite me? Um, but I was there and here's the thing, I was so out of sorts because a lot of them played together, they knew the plays, they knew the, you know, I was, in a, 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 I was a part of a completely different offensive system and I was out, so I, I had turnovers. You know, I'm passing the ball this way, and the guy was cutting that way. I'm like, "You're supposed to be there," but I didn't know the place, and so I had a horrible game because I was on the outside looking in. They all kind of knew what to do, and I'm I'm lost. And, and it's it's very easy to come into a church, especially with our military. You come in in church, and you're not you're not sure of the playbook, and and, and so. We wanna point you in the right direction so that you can understand our playbook here at Grace Point. God has called us to do something, and maybe it's a little, and it is a little different than other churches. It's probably definitely different than the church you came from. But understanding our, our playbook is very important. Now, we have a mission statement. It's on our website, it's in the lobby on the wall. Here is our mission statement. It's, it's this, it's we, as Grace Point, we exist to help people meet Jesus, know Jesus, and follow Jesus. Everything we do goes through that mission statement. But as great as this mission statement is, this is not our playbook. This is our aim. This is our purpose. This is what we are to do. But that's not our playbook. Now, everything, children's ministry, student ministries, adults, everything goes through the mission so that we know what we're, while we exist, what are we to do? Help people meet, know, and follow Jesus. But if you don't understand our playbook, you don't understand how we're trying to accomplish the mission, so I'm going to tell you where the playbook is. The playbook that we have, that you can be a part of and learn, is what we call NEXT. We put it together, we put together a video series, nine parts, broke them up into little parts. You can watch a little bit here, a little bit here, a little bit here. This unpacks how we accomplish our mission, how uh, how we accomplish our vision, and here's all the strategies. It's our playbook, it's our playbook. We want everyone to go through next. Some of you are like, well, I've been in this church for several decades. If you have not gone through next, you're still, on, now you're on the outside looking in and maybe you're getting frustrated at times of why do we make that decision as a church or why, why are we doing this or why are we not doing that? Is because you're, you have not been up to date with our playbook. If you're new, this is perfect for you. If you're fairly new to Grace Point, this is perfect for you. So you go through next, it's super easy and then you're like, oh, that's why they do that. Pretty much that's why they run that play. And that's why they do this and they do that. Now we're gonna have a table at the end, I'll give you a link online. There's a table over here, okay, that you can just sign up for next. Just give us your name and your, and your, and your email. We'll send you the link so you don't have to do anything. Then you just click on that and get started. All right, that's the table over there. Now. The apostle Paul, who wrote all these epistles to different churches, in Philippians chapter three, he says something in the personal, you know, personally, but I'm going to add grace point to it. Paul is saying this, I don't mean to say that I have already achieved these things that he was talking about, or that I have already reached perfection, meaning I haven't arrived. Let me just say that this, grace point has not arrived, and we won't arrive until Jesus comes back. Okay, we haven't arrived. So Paul's saying, I, I haven't arrived. He goes, But I press on to possess that perfection which Christ Jesus first possessed me. I, I'm going to press forward with God, what God has called me to do. He says, No, no dear brothers and sisters, you're saying it again just so that it's super clear I have not achieved it, I haven't arrived. But I focus on this one thing. He mentions two, but it's like one thought, okay? Focus on this one thing. Forgetting the past and looking forward. This part is so difficult from churches. It's because we love the past. And it's easy for us to just look at the past. Oh, remember when we used to do that? Do you remember that program? Do you remember that event? Do you remember that play? Do you remember that, that concert? Do you remember this? And, and we just, we just kind of linger in the past. The past is cool, but it's the past. We need to look forward because we got work to do until Jesus comes back. We've talked about this, returning of Christ. 1 Thessalonians, the book to st- study. But as a person and as a church, it's so easy to look at the past. Here's where churches st- struggle: they get focused on the past and they don't dream for the future. And I heard this phrase before: if you have If you you celebrate more your past instead of what you're dreaming for, you're dying as a church. Programs. Every single church program has an expiration date. And what happens is we get so focused on the past or a program and the ship keeps moving forward. The mission keeps moving forward. You're like, yeah, but I really like that. Well, we probably liked the two, And there's a reason why we started it, but there's also a reason why it ended. So it's a, it's a challenge, therefore, looking forward to what lies ahead. Next verse, he says this, I press on to reach the end of the race and receive the heavenly prize for which God through Christ Jesus is calling us. He goes, I'm just going to press forward. I'm gonna forget the bad things in the past, even the good things in the past. I'm gonna press forward until, until i want to finish the race. And we're not done f- racing, running for Jesus until the trumpet sounds and he calls us to heaven. So that as a church, that's where we're at. And we wanna do it together. But we have a mission from scripture and we have a playbook to help us accomplish that mission. We want everyone to understand the mission. The second um, challenge today is this, If you can be engaged, you gotta you got know your teammates. You gotta know your teammates. You gotta understand on the team, you gotta to get to know your teammates. So Kevin is gonna teach on this. So let's watch the screen and see Kevin.
1: Thanks Barry. So the second thing that we wanna talk about today is know your teammates. I wanna ask you a question. Are there three people at Grace Point Church that aren't related to you that know your name, that know who you are? Now, I want you to think about that for a second, because today's gonna be a great opportunity. If, if your answer to that is no, it saves me a great opportunity to change that. Now, now, why does that matter? Because we feel really strongly about knowing our teammates and that if you're here at Grace Point Church and you're a part of our church, that we want you to get to know the other people that are in our church. And that goes beyond just, you know, Sunday morning and saying hello or, you know, doing the head nod and all that stuff. We've, we feel like, no, there's there's more to it than that. A um, couple things here that I, I wanted to share with you. Um, you know, we're created for relationship, right? I mean, this is probably a surprise to you, but we're created for um, our relationship with God and we're created for our relationship with each other. In uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, Verses 14 to 16 says this, for the body does not consist of one member, but many. If the foot should say, because I'm not a hand, I do not belong to the body, that would not make it any less a part of the body. And if the ear should say, because I'm not an eye, I do not belong to the body, that would not make it any less part of the body. We need each other. And for some of you, you know, you're the eye, you're the big toe, Um, somebody out there, I'm sure is belly button. But what's important is, is that there's another person out there that desperately needs the belly button and they need you. We are created for relationship. And that's the cool thing about being at at a church, about being uh, at Grace Point Church and knowing your teammates, because the relationships, what you bring to the table is unique. What you bring, um, only God has designed in you. What I bring to the table is unique. And it's important that you and I break out of our comfort zone a little bit and get to know other people. The second thing is, is that we are created for purpose. First Corinthians, uh, continue on in chapter 12, uh, verse 17, it says this, if the whole body were an eye, where would the sense of hearing be? And and if the whole body were an ear, where would the sense of smell? (laughs) That's kind of funny, actually. Um, But as it is, God arranged the members in the body, each one of them as he chose. If all were a single member, where would the body be? Friends, you and I were created with a purpose. Um, Psalm 139, when God was making us in our mother's womb, he was writing out the plans for our lives. And there is a purpose for you. And and I know sometimes in church, we can look around and go, oh, well, I, you know, I, I don't have this, the big... uh uh, showy whatever gift you know i'm i just have this this other gift you would be amazed Uh, one of my favorite stories to tell um we have a group at our church it's called the cookie crew we started this years ago and it's a a group of people that get together and they have the gift of baking now unfortunately i have the gift of eating so i'm really enjoying this (laughs) i really enjoy this group but they uh they get together and they bake cookies for our visitors You would be shocked at the amount of people that tell us how grateful they are that a church, a church our size, um, thought about baking cookies. And and we bake the cookies, put them in a little box, and we deliver them to the house. Um, Don't say anything. Just kind of ring the doorbell, drop them, and, and go. But just as a thank you, say, hey, thank you. I'm really glad that you came to Grace Point Church. And there's a group of women that got together and there's, there's a guy in there too, Chris, I see you. Uh, and they need more, you know, they, they need more people to help out with that, but they get together and they do this. And you know what else? Um, when they gather together, they pray over these people. They pray for each other. It's a really cool thing that has grown into um, something that, you know, just started about making cookies and then it, it has grown into so much more. They were created for a purpose. And that purpose is to bake cookies to help brand new people that come to our church feel welcome. Now, You're not going to hear a lot about it. You're never going to see them, on, you know, on stage. It's 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 a very different kind of thing, but they're living in in how, who God made them to be, and it's really cool. So the thing is, is it's not like, why do I, you know, what do I do? What do I do? God has given you something to do. God has created for your purpose. And and today you're going to have an opportunity to kind of kick the tires and go around and go, well, maybe it's this, maybe it's this. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know what it is that God has given for your purpose in life. I just know that God has given you a purpose for your life. So in just a minute, um, you're going to have an opportunity to, uh, to get connected. You see the tables that are around you. And I want to give you an idea of, of what these tables are and how they work. First, I want to talk about life groups because when we're talking about being connected, especially in relationship, that the easiest one and probably the, um, uh, the, the one you're going to get the deepest relationship is in a life group. And you'll see the tables over there and you are have an opportunity to go sign up. Now, there's some life groups that already have people in them. And uh, they're, they're bringing new people into the group. They've got, they've got space available. There's other life groups that are going to form today. Uh, what we want you to do, if you want to get in a life group, go over to the table and just look for the day of the week. Go, This is the day. Pick that day. And if there aren't any open spots in a current life group, then there's going to be a blank piece of paper, and we want you to write your name down. And there's going to be other people that will follow, and we're going to create life groups. Now, you'll also notice on that sheet, it says, can I host, meaning can somebody come, you know, can people come to your house? Um, And if no one in the group can host, no problem. Every day of the week, we have a spot at the church where these groups can meet. We want to help you get connected. Um, Now, the other tables you'll see on the other side of the room, um, those are all kinds of things. Uh, There's ministry opportunities, ways for you to can can sign up and, and meet new people. Um, there are some of them, there are growth opportunities. We have uh, a class that's going to start in October on a Sunday morning, how to study the Bible. There's, there's uh, a couple of, uh, there's another women's Bible study that's over there. There's other things going on, um, beyond just service over on that side of the table, but it's going to take you when we're done getting up out of your seat and going over and taking the first step towards relationship. If you want to get to know your teammates, and we want you to get to know your teammates, friends, I'm telling you, today is the day for you to engage with Grace Point Church.
0: Thank you, Kevin. Well, you can clap. I'll tell them you clap later. Kevin, they're clapping for you right now. Uh, Yeah, a lot of work. Life groups over here, serving, uh, growing opportunities over here. If you're watching online, again, I'm going to give you a link at the end so that you can really uh, do, do what we're gonna do here live. It is so, it's so important that you understand, uh, understand the, your play, our playbook and then to get to know your teammates. And, and when you do, it's amazing that all the walls of separation that seem to be more increasing in our culture, those, those walls of separation go down. Especially if we know if you know Jesus and I know Jesus and you love Jesus, I love Jesus, and we, we're gonna serve together, we're gonna do things together. It's like all the divisions just kind of go, go to the floor. It is a night and day different experience when you understand the playbook of the church that you're attending and you know your teammates. And then the third challenge is this: simply this get in the game. <laughs> Get in the game. Now, what I, but I know all the plays. Yeah, but are you doing anything? Well, no. But come on. You're on the sidelines. Now, spiritually speaking, the only people in the, the, the bleachers, Hebrews chapter 12, are dead Christians. Okay, that's kind of morbid, right? They are cheering us on. All right? So if you're a dead Christian, you may be in the bleachers. But a lot, of, a lot of a lot of Christians are actually either they're in the game or on the sideline. Now, back in the days, take football, probably the ultimate team sport. Uh, there were two-way players. You know, they played offense and they played defense. And, and, and over time, they they could not do that. They could not survive. But here, most churches, the people that are serving, they're playing on offense and defense and special teams. They never get a break. They're exhausted. And one of the reasons years ago, we said, we're not going to do that, and we're not going to do that, and we're not going to do that. Why? Because the stench of burnout at Grace Church was so, so prominent. We would rather have people serve a little bit here, a little bit there, and do it consistently and more people doing it so that more people are getting some game time experience. More people are on the field. Here, here's the thing, there's a number of things that I'm gonna challenge you with, with getting in the game. When, when you get, get on the field, you have what is called shared experiences. Shared experiences. If you were here Friday night, it was a shared experience of a night of worship that was absolutely, absolutely incredible. Absolutely incredible. And, and, but as great as you were engaging out here, and I was engaging out here, it is pales in comparison for the, all the people on the stage and up there who were on the field and they had a shared experience of, of, of worshiping Jesus in a powerful way. Those who, who went to serve uh, this past summer, at summer camp for middle school and high school, you have... By, by going there and loving on middle schoolers and loving on high schoolers and seeing kids get saved and seeing kids get baptized, you, have, you are more bonded together with those because it was a shared experience. That's what happens in, in a team sport. We're having this marriage seminar. It's on our programs. It's posted in the lobby. It's on our websites. It's not just... For, 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 wedding, for, for married couples or engaged couples for your benefit. But when you go there, we're going to laugh together. We're going to learn together. Here, we got to do the right things to have a healthy marriage. But when you go there, it's, you walk away going, that was a shared experience that you can share with others. And if, if they don't come, they're like, well, I can't. You won't get that piece of humor. You won't get that content unless, unless you were there. And all these different things, when, you, when you're on the field, you have shared experiences. And another challenge is, is learn with others in mind. Here's the average, the average across America, the average church attender, is they sit at the table, called church services, and they're like, feed me, Pastor. I want more of that. I want more, feed me, feed me, feed me. And it's, it's all about them. Versus, I, I'm, I'm learning with others in mind. I'm learning to affect my life. I'm learning to, to for the benefit of my family. But I am learning with, oh, I could share this at work. I could share this little piece with my friend who's struggling hey, you know, when I was at church, you know, I, I learned this. If you, again, if you go to the marriage event and you, and you have more information and more practical ways to win in your marriage or, and you get resources, when a conversation comes up in the office, someone's struggling, you don't jump in and try to rescue their marriage, but you're like, you know, let me speak into that. Why? Because you weren't just learning for yourself. You were learning with others in mind. And that's where we have so much consumerism in church. Churches instead of how how can I how can I learn even feed? i I want to grow spiritually for myself, but I'm 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 taking in with others in mind. That that is your active your active uh, learners as well. But that's part of being on the field. You're not just on the sideline going yay, yay team, yay team. But you're you're fully. Engaged, learn with others in mind. So let me ask you this question. Where do you wanna be three months from now? Not only walk with God, but your engagement at church. Where do you wanna be three months from now? Six months from now? A year from now? Are you gonna be, fade me some more. I'm hungry more. I don't like that meal. I think I'll go somewhere else. It's all the selfishness. Versus I'm engaged. I'm on the field. I'm learning my teammates. Oh, that's why we do, that's why we run that play. I understand that now. I'm gonna invite my friends. I'm gonna grow closer to Jesus more in the next three months, six months of the year than I am today. So what's your goal? Is your goal? to be served and fed, and that's it. You just take your kids downstairs and you're like, well, somebody will help them. Somebody will teach them. Then they hit middle school and parents panic. <laughs> oh my goodness, I gotta go to a church that's a good student administration. Okay, TJ, there you are. And then, you, or, or how can I jump in? How can I jump in? Kevin talked about, Scripture says, you know, there's different parts of the body and they're made for a purpose. Be used, be used by God. So, so here's, here's all these three challenges. Pastor Kevin's gonna kind of wrap things up before I close with a different challenge that affects all of us and challenge all of us. Pastor Kevin, take it away.
1: I thought a lot about ending our time together and what's that gonna look like. And it, it reminded me of a pastor that, that I enjoy listening to. And he has a statement that he uses often. He, he, he talks about our moment in history. What do you want to do with your moment in history? Uh, of all the time in the world, God's called you here to live now, to live in this community, to work where you work, to, to have the neighbors that you have, to shop where you shop and eat where you eat, and even be a part of Grace Point Church. God has ordained all of that. This is your moment. This is my moment. What do you want to do with it? I mean, it's, it's easy. It's comfortable to sit back and, and just kind of soak and, and, you know, sit on the sidelines. I don't think that's what God wants you and I to do. I don't think that was, that's, that's a purpose for our life. I think God wants to get us in the game. I, I know God wants us to get in the game. It's our moment in history, now, here, today. And you and I get to do something with it. And I just want to encourage you, because the easy thing to do is to pop up and leave and go out the doors, and yep, that was great, and rah-rah, and that was awesome, I'll see you next week. But perhaps today is the day that you take a step, just a small step, towards something greater than yourself. Towards engaging with others here at Grace Point Church, towards stepping into what God has purposed for you to do with your life. This is our moment in history. What do you want to do with it? You know, if, if I could paint a picture of what I believe it could look like, it would look something like this.
2: It's not even funny, dude. <laughs>
0: So, Coach, how strong is Westview this year? A lot stronger than we are.
3: You already written Friday Night Down as a loss, Brock? Well, not if I know we could beat them. Come here, Brock. You too, Jeremy.
0: What, am I in trouble now?
3: Not yet. I want to see you do the death crawl again, except I want to see your absolute best.
2: <laughs>
3: what, you want me to go to the 30? I think you can go to the 50. 50? I can go the 50 if nobody's on my back. I think you can do it with Jeremy on your back, but even if you can, I want you to promise me you're going to do your best. Alright. Your best. Okay. you going to give me your best. I'm going to give you my best. Alright, one more thing. I want you to do it blindfolded. Why? Because I want you giving up at a certain point when you can go further. Get down. Jeremy, get on his back. <laughs> Now get a good, tight hold, Jeremy. All right, let's go, Brock. Keep your knees off the ground, just your hands and feet. There you go. A little bit left, a little bit left. There you go. Show me good effort. That way, Brock. You keep coming.
2: There
3: you go. It's a good start. A little bit left, a little bit left. There you go, Brock. Good strength. That's it, Brock. That's it. Not the 20 yet? Forget the 20. You give me your best. You keep going. That's it. No. Don't stop, Brock. You got more than than that. Hey, ain't done. Just rest in a second. You got to keep moving. Let's keep moving. Let's go. Don't quit till you got nothing left. There you go. Keep moving. Keep moving. Keep moving, Brock. That's it. You keep driving. Keep your knees off the ground. Keep driving. it. Your very best. Your very best. Your very best. Keep moving, Brock. That's it. That's it. That's it. Keep going. Don't quit on me. Keep going. Keep driving it. Keep keep your knees off the ground. That's it. Your very best. Don't quit on me. Your very best. Keep driving. Keep driving. There you go. There you go. That's it. You keep driving. Keep your knees off the ground. Keep driving it. Don't quit till you got nothing left. Keep moving, Brock! That's it! That's it! That's it! Keep going! I want everything you got! Come on, keep going! It hurts! Don't quit on me! Your very best! Keep driving! Keep driving! There you go! There you go! He's heavy! I know he's I'm heavy! I'm buying strength! Then you negotiate with your body to find more strength, but don't you give up on me, Brock! You keep going, you hear me? You keep going! You're doing good! You keep going! You not quit on me! You keep going! It hurts! I know it hurts! You
2: keep going! You keep going. It's all hard from here. 30 more steps. You keep going, Brock. Come on. Keep going. Burn. And let it burn. The are it's all hard. You keep going, Brock. Come on. Come on. Keep going. You promised me your best. Your best. Don't stop. Keep going. It's, hard. it's not too hard. You keep going. Come on, Brock. Give me more. Give me more. Keep going. 20 more steps. 20 more. Keep going, Brock. Give me your best. Don't quit, no. Keep going, keep going, keep going. Don't quit, don't quit, don't quit. Brock Kelly, you don't quit. Keep going, keep going. Go, Brock Kelly. You don't quit on me. Now you keep going, you keep going. Go, Brock. Ten more steps, ten more, ten more, ten more. Ten more. Keep going. Don't quit. Give me your heart. You can, you can. Five more! Five more! Come on, Brock! Come on! Don't quit! Don't quit! Come on, Brock! Two more! One more! Let's
3: go, Let's go Look up, Brock! You're in the end zone. You are the most influential player on this team. If you walk around defeated, so will they. Don't tell me you can't give me more than what I've been seeing. You just carried a 140-pound man across this whole field on your arms. Brock, I need you. God's gifted you with the ability of leadership. Don't waste it. Coach? Can I count on you? Yes.
0: Coach? What is it, Jeremy? I wear one sixty. Oh man. In Ephesians chapter 2, God, God is so clear that it is for by grace we are saved through faith in Jesus Christ. It's not of ourselves, not of ourselves. It's all Jesus, all Jesus. And we also forget that after that great ex- explanation of what grace is in verse 10, right after we're saved by grace. It says, for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for a purpose, for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should know them. Is that what it says? No. Not just know what God wants for us, that we should walk in them. That coach is really a picture of Jesus Christ. He's our coach. I am not your coach. I'm one of the players. I'm like captain, maybe, unless I'm voted out. But God, I mean, Jesus is the, is the coach. And he's telling us as we're getting close to the return of Christ, keep going, keep going. Don't quit, don't quit. But he's also saying, give me your best. Give me your best. So you got to answer yourself a question, not to me. You're not accountable to me. You're accountable to your Savior, Jesus Christ. Are you giving your best to him? He has gifted you, he has called you, he has assignments for you, what are you doing? Are you even giving him anything besides spectating? I'm not trying to like put a guilt trip on you because that doesn't matter, that doesn't work. I'm just trying to challenge us that Jesus is our coach. Don't quit, don't quit, keep going, give me your best. So I'm gonna pray. And then there's life groups to sign up so that you can get to know teammates and get to know people and and grow spiritually together. There's over here, there's service opportunities we ask all through the ministries, Uh, you know, and and they need people who are going to be committed to help. And they'll, they'll schedule you so you're not doing it all the time. There's also growth opportunities to sign up for. If you're watching online, stay engaged by clicking on this link right here that you can that you can you know join a life group you can jump into this uh, you know any one of these opportunities to serve don't I mean make your coach proud. He gave everything. What are we given? Let me pray God, thank you. For your word that teaches us that we're, you designed us for a reason, you've given us a purpose. You have gifted every believer to to do your work, not just to spectate, but to to really get in the get in the game, get on the field, get to know teammates, so that we can accomplish more together. Understand why we're doing what we're doing, so that we can accomplish the mission that you gave us in Matthew twenty-eight. So God, whether it's online or in this room, as you draw your your players on your team to ways they can get involved and get in the game. We give you all the praise for what you're gonna do in our church in this next ministry year. Help us, Lord, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Go, 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 go.